Peanuts. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode eight of My Mom Sandy. We are your hosts on this fantastical ride. I am Josh Fasten, and the woman next to me, my mother from another mother, my mom Sandy. Your mother from another mother? I don't know what that means exactly. Because people used to always say, oh, it's my brother from another Another mother. mother. I know, but why am I your mother from another mother? Well, you're not my brother. No. But hello, everyone. Nice to be here again. Eight episodes. I know. Okay, so I have some cleaning house news. What did you call it? (laughs) Cleaning. uh, House cleaning. House cleaning. House cleaning. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Um, You know, I saw a friend of mine the other day, actually a client of mine at work, and he said he was listening to the episodes. He says I talk. His name's Dylan. He says I talk talk way too much in the housekeeping. And I was like, it's important. I have things I got to catch people up to speed on and things. So I have some stuff and you have some stuff. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. Do you want to introduce yeah, introduce what this first. is? Well, I don't know if everybody listened to episode seven where I talked about um, Google influencing what we what what things are presented to us on the internet and about how we should be concerned about that. And especially you younger folks, um, you need to be aware that it's going on. Anyway, there's a yesterday's paper, Sunday paper, there's a thing called um, Healthier News. Excuse me. It says, Facebook is making it harder for misleading health news to clog your news feed. The social network announced that it's cracking down on sensational or exaggerated claims like those promoting miracle cures by pushing these posts lower in your feed. Now, here we go. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Now, keep in mind... I don't really care about miracle cures and, you know, I mean, they say it in the article, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true. So I'm not really that concerned about it. I guess what I am concerned about, again, is that there are businesses out there that can influence the way news is presented to us the way information is presented to us if they feel one way about it and that's what they want us to feel then they can present only that one side i guess what i'm saying is that we need to do our due diligence as individuals and uh, understand that you know it's important that we um that we understand what's going on and we're not but that we look at both sides of everything that's happening. Anyway. You're hitting us with some heavy shit right now. I know. <clears throat> it's heavy for this time of day, isn't but, it? I mean, for any time of day, I would I would reckon. I think that if you're going to Facebook for your news, then there's probably already an issue. And I think that... But it's not just Facebook. <clears throat> no, it's, no, exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, look, like... I get CNN notifications on my phone about things happening in in the world, right? And I can tell you right now that it's it's not telling me everything that's going on. It's telling me the the it's pushing the things that CNN, the news items that CNN thinks that I either would find interesting or that they want me to read. 100%. 
you know, and in some cases it's good. Some cases I find things out that I would not have found out. In other cases, yeah, there's probably it's probably pushing crap out or it's burying or it's biased about a certain way of thinking. I guess that's I guess that's <clears throat> what I'm concerned about is losing our privacy, losing our rights and our privileges as citizens and being able to be free thinkers and have our opinions and to be able to express those freely, you know, and to understand that. You know, like I said, if I if I go on Google and Google and Google something, you know, what I'm going to get is what they want me to see. That's what I'm going to get first. Yeah. So well, whatever or- their philosophy is in life or their political uh, uh, opinions are or their moral opinions, whatever those are, those are going to come up first. Well, um, also, you you're going to get. There's something called search in, search engine optimization SEO. So you're also going to get the, right. You're going to get the stuff. You're going to get the ads or the sponsored stuff that people are paying for to have their things put at the top. You know. Well, it's like here on the Facebook thing. You know, they're talking about you know moving these posts to the bottom of the newsfeed, and it's like it's like again, you know, they and they're determining, they're making the decision for us about what's an absurd medical claim like you know a a cure-all type thing now again you know the philosophy of if it sounds too good to be true it usually is is kind of how i look at things but the point is is that they're making the decision for us and i don't think i don't think we should allow big companies like that or computer tech companies to make those decisions for us or to have that influence on us anyway it is kind of a heavy duty thing so what else that was heavy. I don't even know if my stuff. I know. Even can can light a candle. Well, I just, next re- to I that. just remember I, I read it on the, in the paper on Sunday, and I thought, well, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And on top of that, I think Google got in trouble last week from with the government for um, doing exactly what I said, influencing, you know, in their search engine and their algorithms and all that other crap that they talk about. Anyway. Yeah. So, what kind of housekeeping do you have so to do? So, two things or clean up. <clears throat> yeah. So, house clean, clean house clean up. The house two things up. that I I want to um, <clears throat> I have something in my throat again. <clears throat> two things that Push I want to. Push the cough button. I'll, I'll hit the cough button. <laughs> it makes you cough. That's right. That's what um, I said. And if you hit it and turn your head, it, it checks your testicles as well. Mm. Um, so, uh, two things. First thing, my friend Peter sent me uh, to kind of go in line with that. He sent me an article or a, a Instagram post. He, by the way, he wanted us to come over tonight. And help him put together um, pa- uh, balcony patio furniture. Why would we do that? I don't know. He wanted help. I mean, what do we? Because he's got a lot you of mean patio. He wants furniture. you to come over and help. I mean, I, what? I think he said us. Oh, you and your mom. I think that's what he Are said. Are we going on double dates now with other couples? <laughs> no, he's just there by himself. Oh. But anyway, he sent me something, and it said about um, actually Alexa, which I believe is a, a Amazon yeah product. That uh, there's actually a compensation, like a what's the the a big uh, lawsuit, class action lawsuit or something yeah, going on where yeah. Alexa was listening and recording your conversations I and your stuff. You, I told you. So there's you. a there's a thing going on now. Um, the other thing I wanted to clear up, uh, and this was probably poor taste on, on my end, and I just want to rectify it here on episode eight. Um, Nancy neighbor, our neighbor, does not steal packages <laughs> from our front porch. Uh, I posted a photo <laughs> that the ring captured of her. It looks like she's caught red-handed. 
I, I put a lot of hashtag things on the photo and I was getting hit up left and right by people being like, who is she? Oh my God. Tell that porch pirate to go back and return your packages. <laughs> and I had to, I had to, I had to go in and I had to say, look, I'm, she's not she's a porch not pirate. Real. She, I mean, she is she's real. real. She's a real person. She is our, she's our neighbor. Um, but, but she I doesn't said, steal our packages right. unless I text her and ask her to do so. And she's not stealing. She's picking them up so that they don't get actually stolen. And then we get them back later. So just to clarify, I want to rectify that situation Nancy Neighbor. Everybody stop bugging us about Nancy Neighbor. Nancy Neighbor she's does a good not, gal. She's a good gal. She doesn't steal. She it looks like she's stealing, and I'm and I'm poking the bear and saying, look at her stealing our our goodies. I know, and she gets she thinks that's really funny that you posted that. Oh, she knows. Well, I told her she didn't look at it, but oh. I, I did tell her. <laughs> yeah, people are like, oh my, oh my God, you caught her. Yeah. You know who she is. Get a ring doorbell. Yes, Send, you can catch your porch pirates as well. They said you should you should submit that to the to the police. No, I would only do that if she really was stealing from us, but she's not. She's doing us a favor. Uh, also, I wanted to let everyone know if you could, this would be huge. Anyone that listens to the podcast and has not rated, reviewed on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, whatever you guys are listening on. Um, please take a second to do so. It takes literally five seconds to just rate us five stars. No, you don't have to put a comment in or anything. And it helps us out huge. From what I understand, that's like the the golden ticket to being uh, on the charts and getting you know having it put out to more people and more people finding they, out about it. They actually have um, podcasts on iHeartRadio. Yeah, we might be up there. There we go. That's, we might be what, that's what we need to we need to focus on. That. Yeah, it's possible. But anyway, so yeah, just again, if you guys are listening, um, just please do us a favor. It takes like literally again three seconds. Go to my mom Sandy, scroll down, it says rate and review, click five stars, and then I think I don't even think you have to hit a submit button. You just hit five stars. It's automatically submitted. That's going to help out huge. Um, oh, I do want to say something about that because I um I actually had to um I actually had to go to iTunes podcast the other day. And um, searched for my mom, Sandy, and I wish I had this. There it is. Oh, yeah, you wanted to talk about it. Yeah, I love this <clears throat> because there's this this picture of this young mom with this cute little boy sitting between her legs. And that's me, of course. And me and you. That's me and Josh. But then there's – and so we look like this really wholesome, like, family. Like, like maybe this is going to be um, – Teach you how to be a better mother. Yeah, exactly. And then – and right next to that where, you know, we got the Southern Girl – a Southern Girl's View, mm. another podcast. And we also have The Working Mom by mm. Sandy Wessel and Pearls from My Mom. So all of these things are, like, really, like, inspirational and, and maybe – um. And maybe help people become better mothers. And then there's me with the explicit language and all the other crap. That, that My we, mom's Sandy. That's right. People know. It's kind of funny. It's just kind of funny because, like I said, it when you look at the picture, you think it's going to be along the same lines as everything else. But it's not. Totally different. Give us an F-bomb. Fuck. Yeah. That's, that feel good? That's, oh, yeah. That feel no, good? No. No, I have to say it when when the urge hits me. I don't like to be commanded to do it, but anyway. Anyway, uh, also for Ed, for everyone following us on Instagram, you know the Instagram uh, at my mom Sandy podcast. Boom! Look at that. Anyone following us on Instagram was uh, treated to a, a special little treat last night. We posted uh, a video of you catfishing. That this actually happens. You know, and I'm gonna say there's yeah, nothing have, worse. On, you have a little salt on your lip. Here, let me just let me just get there. Yeah. Stop. 
Stop. <laughs> I have to say that it's really, it's really annoying that I have to be careful about what I do in my own house because I almost always have a camera right there. I mean, it's like I'm not dressed appropriately. You look great. You look great. And it's for the people. I'm not dressed appropriately. I'm in my, you know, my, I think they, the Jewish people call it a shmata. Mm. It's like a muumuu. That's what the Hawaiians are called. I like thought a, I thought that was like a funky weird dress that you just hang out in. Oh, I thought that was the. Uh, I thought a, a shmata was the skin between your balls and your butt. <laughs> no, I don't think so, Josh. Oh, all right, but, I stand corrected. But maybe somebody out there knows. So, um, so anyway, yeah. So every time I turn around, if I if I'm doing something that we've talked about on the podcast. I have uh, Josh's camera, and it's really annoying. And you'll hear me say that it's annoying. I hate it. I can't stand it. And I feel like I'm—I feel like my privacy is being invaded. There you go. By your son, not even the tech. Yeah, companies. not even the tech companies. Well, so what we'll do is maybe, we'll maybe I should put masking tape over or electrical tape over your eyes. Over my eyes, so I can't see anything. <laughs> so you and can't stuff see cotton balls in my ears. Or I'll do that. I'll put it over your camera, cam, your camera on your my phone. camera, camera, your camera, camera. Perfect. Your phone camera. Perfect. Okay. If you want, I'll, I'll... You'll stop filming me? No. But what I can do, we can get you all dolled up, and we'll do like a My Mom Sandy photo shoot. I know. I mean, and somebody oh, even, Let's recreate... We could recreate the photo. Somebody even... <laughs> yeah. Let's recreate the photo. That's a good idea. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. Somebody even suggested that we start filming these episodes, and it's like, wait a minute. It, the beauty of the beauty of not... Of you guys not seeing us is, is that, that we don't wear pants. Exactly. I don't have to be dressed up. I don't have to have makeup on. My I don't even have to shower in the morning. It's great. And most most mornings you don't. That's right. I mean, right? I'm just a slob. A, a, a schmata. A sloven pig. A sloven pig. A pig. A schmata, not a smata. Yeah. A schmata. Aren't those little the little candies? No, that's a smarty. Oh, a smarty. I'm sorry. My bad. Again. <laughs> You're bad. My mistake. Yep. Um. So I want to talk about something uh, because this was a, a revelation that, that I did not know about you that you told me the other night. Um, you watch a lot of true crime TV shows. You you I think you flip back and forth. You do, you have the 90 Day Fiance thing, but then you also flip back and forth between ID, Investigation Discovery. Yes. And sometimes you don't even need to watch it. You just listen. And and, and I watch Dateline. Dateline, and and you go. I don't usually watch forensic files, but I also um, have been turned on to some podcasts as well on true crime. But you haven't. Have fun. you started going down that that road, the podcast road, other than ours? Well, of when well when Samantha and I went to <clears throat> for, um, well, I guess it was in December when we went to. Pachanga. Mm-hmm. That's your jam, by the way. Shout out to Pachanga. Maybe Pachanga will give us a little, maybe they'll give us a discount code for you to go. Are you kidding me? Pachanga won't even give me a fucking free night anymore. Hear that, Pachanga? Really? Fuck you. Fuck you, Pachanga. Anyway, when we drove, I know, now I'm really going to be on their shit list, like any of them that ever listened to this. But at any rate, when, I, when we drove out there in the car, we did listen to podcasts on the way out and on the way back, and they were true crime. Hmm. And it's the two girls. I think that's the... My favorite, my favorite murder. murder There's yeah. a shout out for you, for you, ladies. Yeah. Maybe they're listening. My mom, Sandy. My, my favorite, favorite murder. murder. Sounds That's good. Goes yeah. together. So yeah, so I do like those kind of shows, and I I think that you think that the reason I like those kind of shows is because they're gory and gruesome, and you know, 
gross. Well, I do remember as gory, a, gruesome, and gross. gross. I like that's that. A, that's, that's another podcast. That's our go. that's our true crime podcast. There you go. I do remember as a kid. I remember coming home and you had gotten, uh, you were you were um, cutting gummy bears in half. I was cutting gummy bears in half. Yeah, and you'd put yellow, uh, red food coloring, so that they would have like guts. And you're like, isn't this gory and gruesome and gross? Oh yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't think that ever happened, Josh. No, but no, nice no. try. No, I never did that. So you like these shows? Yeah, but these... not because they're gory and gruesome and gross. But because? Because I like to. I like to try to figure out the who done it. Mm. Um. And what you told me the other night was that you always saw yourself being a private, a private investigator. investigator. Yeah, Sandy Fast and PI. Well, because I have this, I have this great ability. I have this knack for small detail. I do. Okay. And that's like, I mean, there's jobs that I do that I, you know that I'm very thorough and um, and like I said, I attention to small detail, and that's kind of what you have to do when you're solving crimes. And so, um, so oftentimes I like to watch these shows to see if I can figure out, you know, who the villain is, mm. who did it. Don't overlook anything. That's right. Don't overlook anything. And usually the husband did it. The husband or the wife. Or the neighbor. But here's the, the thing. The Nancy neighbor. Here's the thing. As much as I would like to be a private investigator, um, I do have, um, well, my friend Lisa, who I've spoken of before. Um, had a friend that was a private investigator and what she told me was that this gal only ended up doing um, private investigating for cheating spouses. It was like merit. It was like uh, affairs. Yeah. People having affairs. Cheating spouses. Yeah. So So all of a sudden you go from working on you know true crime uh, true crime to to cheaters get a picture really get a pic oh, yeah have you seen that show yeah, it's horrible it is horrible oh. i don't think it's on anymore i think that that no, guy i think i've se- i see it i see it on oh there was like it was on for a while there was a guy and i think he got like stabbed in an episode oh great because the guy with like the the whoever the cheater right was like super pissed off and and was carrying a little a little switchblade and, and gave it to him wow oh, that was good that was good, huh? Yeah, that was good noise. Um, yeah, I don't know about that, but um, it seems to me that I do remember that a long time ago. Him getting stabbed. Big scandal, yeah. Yeah. Big news. But um, so yeah, so there you go. Okay. That's so why. I, that's why I like to watch those shows. And no, I would not want to be a private guest investigator if all I could do was, um, you know, follow. Cheating husbands, yeah, cheating wives. I mean, uh, yeah. You want to do the. You want to do juicy. Well, you want to get. You want to get in the the dirts, the dirt, the down dirties. Of, well, to, listen. To be perfectly honest with you, to be a private investigator these days, I'd have to be pretty tech savvy. You would, ha- yeah. You would. You would have to. <laughs> uh, that could take some time. So. You, you had to put in some some time on the old iMac. That's right, and all the programs. I mean, because you know, there is another show that I've watched that. I don't remember the name of it, but it's some guy and he's like in San Diego or something or he's in L.A. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he does. Um, you had something in your throat, too. Yeah, I do. <clears throat> he does. Um, he's a private investigator and he does the same thing. Um, and they kind of take you through the whole episode where he. You know, he's following the man or the woman. The woman goes to, to him and says, I think my husband's cheating. And then he goes and gets proof, either proves it or disproves it. 
So um, it's kind of interesting, but they are really high tech in that there's a lot of programs out there that you can get that where you can like run somebody's driver uh, license plate and, you know, stuff like that. And I, I would guess that if you're a private investigator, you probably you might get like special privileges like that with the police department to share information or something. I don't know. You think? I don't know if that's. Maybe. A, I don't know if that's it. Like you just you walk in and like you have like a printed badge yeah. and you printed it off your uh, off your computer. Here's my here's my, here's my certificate <clears throat> of private <throat> investigation. Excuse me, sheriff. I have a private dick. Oh, <laughs> private detective. Uh huh. That's what they call them. Uh, excuse me, sheriff. Can I get the file on uh, on Nancy neighbor? Here's my badge. Here's my badge. I printed it off. It's on a three here's by five my card. Cer- here's my certificate. <coughs> I created it myself. <clears throat> I had it made up at Kinko's. Um, it's laminated. Uh-huh. Lamin- laminate. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So is do you have a favorite uh, like ID show? And then I have a follow-up question. Um, do I have a favorite ID show? Um, like, isn't I, there one like I almost got away with it? I don't like that one. Oh, no, no, no. No, because they almost got away with it. I don't like it. Um, no, that's kind of boring. I actually, I kind of like um, Deadly Women. Mm. Although some of those are like, the women are so horrible that I can't even watch it. Because there's the way they treat people, their kids or their spouse or whatever. Um, I don't know. I can't think right offhand what I really like. But you have, you watch a lot of those shows as well. You listen to some podcasts. Yeah. So I, what I was going to say, so also I, I came to, you, you probably would have been a good private investigator in like 1989, you know, like before technology got ramped up, before we had computers, <laughs> right? Like when you had to like, well, it's not when you had that, to go out and hit the streets. Okay. But it's not like I can't <clears throat> learn that stuff. It's just that I need somebody to teach me. I could teach you. I mean, I'm not stupid. Should we go into, should we fasten and fasten PI? There you go. Private dicks. F and F. Oh, F and F. F and F. E, F, F and E, F, F. E, F, F and E, F, F. F and F. Okay. Or French, F and F. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, yeah, let's do that. Let's, let's go into business together. That could be like your second career. Aside from drumming and magic and uh, the podcast host. You know, magic. You have the you have to you have to observe small details. Like I do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe you get that from me. I, but maybe we get it all from my father. You know, I I kind of was blown away because I used to watch Dateline on Friday nights. I think it comes on at like nine o'clock or something. Used to anyway. I remember I used to go up to my mom and dad's house on Fridays, and oftentimes I'd be there late until everything got done that I needed to do. Um. And I remember one Friday night, I was really surprised because my dad was watching Dateline. And I thought, man, that's my show. And then I thought, well, of course it's my show. It's my father. Mm. You know, my father was... Um, Can we tell everyone what he did? Shall we tell him? Yeah, sure. Let's tell him. He was a <laughs> Russian spy. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't, he wasn't that. <clears throat> but he did work for the CIA. Central Intelligence Agency. Agency. That's right. And we knew nothing. I mean, he didn't. He he held that. He held all that pretty close to the to the vest. Yeah, I didn't even know till I was like sixteen years old. And actually, I, the only way I found out was we had dinner at these these the White House. No, we had dinner at some friends. I was friends with this gal named Gloria and Stefan. She and no, she invited me and my mom and dad to dinner at her parents' house, and we went there. And I was like I said, I was sixteen. 
And so they were asking my dad, like, so what did you do? And my dad said, oh, I worked uh, for the government. Oh, that yeah, was like his. That was well, his... because we, you know, uh, like I was born in Japan and I, my youngest brother was born in Pakistan and we were all over Europe. And what did you think up until 16? You just thought like he I was. I just thought that's what everybody does. Just moved around a bunch? Yeah, that he worked for the government. I, you know, that was. Like he had a desk job somewhere. Something like that, yeah. He was just checking spreadsheets and, and pie charts. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, I never really gave it much thought. I mean, I certainly didn't think he was like a spy, in quotes. So anyway, um, so what my, the gentleman, the father of my friend asked my father, well, what exactly did you do for the government? You know, because normally people don't ask that question. You say, I work for the government. They, okay, there's a lot of different. Smile, they pat you on the back. Was he still at this moment? Was he still working? No. So he was already out. Yeah, he left after the Bay of Pigs. So now, how old? If anybody. Was that 60? 61? It's probably 60. Uh, might have been like 62, 63. When was Kennedy? 63, late 63. When was Kennedy assassinated? And or well, when was the Bay of Pigs? I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was weird. We moved to Florida for six months. <laughs> 61? Yeah, that's probably... Right, so, okay, so you're at dinner, and the guy says, uh, And my father said, oh, I worked, you know, I worked for the uh, Central Intelligence Agency. And I'm like, what? It's like, I was blown away. But yeah, my dad did that. He was, like I said, he was very involved in the Bay of Pigs. We actually moved down there for six months, during which time that whole thing evolved. And uh, he actually left after the Bay of Pigs because he actually was... He actually was in the safe houses with the Cubans that were, I guess they were going to overthrow, try to overthrow the Cuban government. It was a big coup attempt. And um, so my father knew of a lot of Cubans that got killed and did not feel that that was, he couldn't support that any longer. Yeah, it wasn't good. No. So he said, I'm out. Yeah, it wasn't a good situation, (laughs) you know, especially since he worked so closely with these people. And, you know, they were killed and, you know, it was just a big boondoggle but there was all these things though that we like we never knew like we never knew about the uh that was good that was really solid <laughs> was that, that was really good i didn't i thought i thought you might have been dying there secretly for a second we didn't um we didn't know about his like we didn't know any of his like his aliases that he used do you know them now no i don't know oh. that's what i'm saying you know no but i did find some um after he passed i found some logs that were um that were like logs from they were like from the safe houses they had like shopping lists on them and i remember i feel supplies. like yeah i feel like Did i saw we, those yeah, you with you or maybe with cousin brian yeah um yeah i mean i felt like i mean he had a he had a ton of stuff i just feel like you know unfortunately he passed was it six years ago mm-hmm. yeah unfortunately you know when he passed six years ago i mean we never got any of these stories we never got any of you know uh he never really opened up about it and and then, uh, you know, no one ever sat down with any sort of, you know, recorder or video recording. And so, you know, a lot of that stuff, no one really knows what he did or when he did it, you know, yeah. it was, you know, bits and pieces. Um, but anyway, so he was a spy. So maybe maybe that's where we get our love for the mystery and the intrigue of 
you know, solving a crime case. Well, so for me, though, right, like I think and I was listening, I listened to this uh, podcast called uh, Someone Knows Something, another shout out. Uh, And it's um, I think from it and it's, you know, it's true crime. It's kind of like a cold case file in this this investigative journalist or investigative reporter kind of reopens these cold cases. But I think for me, it's always been this uh, this uh, like the conspiracy of it all. Right, like I'm, I'm down for like oh, a yeah, good conspiracy you're, theory. Yeah, you're very into you know? the conspiracy thing, like, the whole JFK like, thing. Yeah, like Elvis is still Elvis, alive. Yeah, right. He lives, he lives down. Marilyn in... Monroe. No, no, she's dead. I know, she's but dead. but who killed? Oh, her? Oh, who killed her? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 what <laughs> Mafia. The Kennedys. Um, the um, what was the uh, FBI guy? Oh, Ed, uh, J. Edgar Hoover. J. Edgar Hoover. Oh, he killed. He her. killed her. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, personally, so like, or did he had somebody? He was there. He was there. It was a, a pill in her Bloody it Mary. A, it was a big party. No, actually, it was not a pill in her Bloody Mary. It, that's a very strange drink. No, they think that she was actually um, that they because they. I don't think they found. I think they think that she was overdosed, but they didn't find the the medication or something in her stomach. It was in her system, but not in her stomach. And if she had taken it orally, it would have been in her stomach. So they think that it was inserted somewhere else. It was a cover-up. And so that it could be... Um, yeah, I mean, I love that shit. You yeah, know? you do. I mean, Kennedy, like, you know, the Kennedy thing. I mean, look, I remember being... I don't even fucking know. And I don't even know how I got into it. 12 years old? 10 years old? I know. And, ha- and like, being like, I need to go to the fucking bookstore. I need to buy the Warren Commission report because <laughs> I, want to, I want to read it. I want to read the Warren Commission Like, what report? fucking 10-year-old wants to read the Warren Commission report on Jack Kennedy's uh assassination. assassination yeah right and i mean and i mean look i didn't i didn't get through i remember watching the jfk movie you know by oliver stone with with kevin, kevin costner, costner again ties back into our first episode the yes, bodyguard the bodyguard but you know i remember watching that thinking that oh my god this is incredible right yeah um you know and just you know the whole scene in the court for me back and to the left back, back. And to, and to the left. left. But, you know, for me, it was just, it, there was something about these these things, right? Like, I mean, I didn't want to believe that Elvis died taking a poop, you know, on, you know, died of a heart attack or something. So I was like, well, Is Elvis, that what they said? Yeah, he had, uh, he had the same thing that my cat had. Oh, that HDM? Um, HMD? Yeah, H, HCM, HCM. HCM. But it's like, you know, you're, <clears throat> it's like an enlarged heart. And it, you know, just basically stops working. And he was like taking a poop. But I want to believe, you know, I wanted to believe Elvis is like living down in Texas somewhere, you know, on like a ranch eating donuts, you know. And fried bologna sandwiches. And, uh, fried and, banana. And banana fried sandwiches. Banana. banana and peanut butter. But um, yeah, I think so. I think for me, I think it was much more of like I was into like a good conspiracy, right? I like the unsolved things, right? Because in my head, I'm like, well, who fucking did it? Right. And what's great about this podcast is someone knows something that I've been listening to. If you guys if you guys like that kind of shit, check it out because it's great. I'm listening to season five right now. Uh, it's this case about this 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 girl that was murdered. Uh, her name was Carrie Ann Brown. It's all Canadian, too, which is great. Um, a. Because they talk a lot about hockey. They're like, oh, he was a. in there and he was he watching was hockey. hockey. And I was like, oh, this is great. A. But um, but it is. Yeah, that. So thing what's of her name? Carrie Ann. Carrie Ann Brown. And yeah. it's this, you know, but it's it goes into these whole things. And, and for me, I'm, you know, I'm listening and I'm going, oh, my God, who did this? Right. Like and and someone has to know something. 
right? Like in all these cases, yeah, right? Like you, you find that on all the ID, the cold cases, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, though. and they and they and they'll come back like, and I think it's actually a good thing. Although I have to wonder, like when they do a show on a specific thing. And they say at the end of the show, if you have any information, contact. I have to wonder, do they really ever get anybody contacting? You're right. Somebody knows something somewhere about every crime that's committed. Right. But what are the chances that you're going to find that person or that person's going to come forward with that information? Well, right. And then I think that there's there's the things that happen to that, you know, we'll use like the Kennedy assassination, right? Is that you have these things that happen and they almost seem like they're, uh, am I boring you? I'm sorry. You're yawning. I told you I was I'm tired. Sorry. I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> it's been a busy day. So I didn't make you. I didn't want to make you do this this star podcast here. Um, but I think that there's these things though, right, that happen, and they almost seem like they're stranger than fiction. You know, like Kennedy gets assassinated by a lone gunman in a in a book depository. Two days later, he's shot and killed by just a random, like a nightclub owner, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, and then the nightclub owner goes to jail. I think dies in jail and has nothing to say about it, other than he was he was a Kennedy supporter. Right. And it just and so you you th- these things, right, or the or the murder case of that girl that you you were hounding me last year to watch or earlier. This, oh, Rebecca last year, Zahau. Yeah. yeah. And you were and you were just like, you know, but like how weird. Right. Oh, I know that. Well, that's a really weird case that seen that maybe that's what we should do instead of comedy. We should do like true crime. We can start. What was it? Rebecca, gross, gross, Re- gruesome. And what, what, gross, what was your tag? Gruesome and, no. Uh, gory, gru- gory, gory, gruesome, gruesome and, gross. and gross. That's our that's our true crime podcast. We can start it. I mean, don't <laughs> even. I don't even want to joke the about three this. Three G's. Yeah, yeah. No, Rebecca's a how. If we could get Sherlock Holmes hats that we wear on the I podcast. Mean, I, I mean, to me, that's the most interesting because I don't believe that she committed suicide. I just don't see. So for everyone that doesn't know, right? Yeah. And maybe they don't even care. If you guys don't care, just turn the podcast off now. Right. But but at least give us a five star rating. But tell everyone in a in a nutshell, right? Let's we don't need she, all the, right, the exhibits she was, she and everything. Was a, but just was, a quick nutshell. She was the girlfriend of a of a very wealthy um, CEO, uh, staying at his home in Coronado. Should I add sound effects? Should I add like a creaking door and like footsteps? And watching his. How old was the son? Oh, I don't know. Four years old, it's, five yeah, years it's old. Yeah, it's been a while. I haven't, I know the case, but like it's been a while. like a five-year-old son or four-year-old son. Anyway, so this, so he's off at work. She's at the house in Del Coronado with the four-year-old. And I think she might have had her sister there with her. Anyway, the four-year-old is upstairs on a tricycle and f- somehow flies down the stairs or flies over the railing of yeah, the I think balcony. it was over it was over the, the over the, the balcony yeah and is critically injured and they take him to the hospital and he eventually he dies but before he dies uh, Rebecca the gal who was there watching him who probably did feel responsible for his death because she the know, babysitter yeah um Anyway, she's she receives a uh, a voice message from her boyfriend saying that didn't look good for the son that, you know, he probably wasn't going to make it. And several hours after that, supposedly she committed suicide. Well, they found her body hanging the next day, nude, over a balcony, over a balcony, which is almost impossible for her. She's a little tiny girl for her to throw herself off. Oh, and she was all. Bound up. Yeah, she was tied up. She was, her hands were tied behind her back. And I think there was something. She had like feet. no ex. She had no knowledge of like knots 
but she had like these like sailor knots tied yeah, around. Yeah, like. it's just so weird. <clears throat> Very weird. I mean, just really weird. And turns out that the, um, her boyfriend's brother was staying at the house at the same time when this all occurred. And her boyfriend's brother is kind of a questionable character. A little kooky. Yeah, he was. Well, first of all, he was a um, he was a um, a not a sailor, but he did like a Mississippi boat cruise type. He knew thing. those. He knew those knots. That's right. He knew the knots. He knew the knots, and he had issues with porn. And they found the gal. When they found the gal, the gal was naked. And so, and on top of that, they were suggesting that maybe the, the, the ropes were, had something to do with, you know, sadomasochism and stuff like that. So anyway, um, anyway, the San Diego police department ruled it a suicide, that she had committed suicide. And so, you know, so there's this big question, did she really commit suicide? I don't think she did. I don't, first of all, she had her period. What woman on her period would want Throws herself would, over a balcony. And, and naked. And she was very modest. I, you know, the, they did a, several shows. Um, I think Lifetime did one, and I think ID did one as well. And, you know, she was very a very modest girl. So it, wasn't, it wasn't within her character to do the things that, that they eventually said she did. So... Um, anyway, I just, I do find that fascinating. Right, but that's what I'm saying though, right? It's, it's that, it's that case. I mean, that, and that's why I enjoy them. It's those cases, you know, the same thing with like the John Bonet thing, right? It's these cases that you listen to, you find out about. And again, they seem stranger than fiction, right? It's, per, it's like this perfect conspiracy theory of the whodunit, right? I almost feel like I'm playing like a board game and I'm trying, like I'm playing Clue. Clue. You know, and it's like, fuck, who, Mr. Did, Plum. who did it? <laughs> With the wrench. With the wrench. In the, in conser- the library. In the library. <laughs> I was going to say the conservatory. He was always, Mr. Plum was always in the conservatory. Was he? Damn him. <laughs> um, all right. So I've got a case for you. All right. Go and ahead. I don't think you've heard of this one. And uh, and then we'll wrap it up after this. But um, but I just, I want to, I want to kind of give you the case. Okay. This is a real case that happened. Okay. All and right. then I just want you to give me kind of. I'll a, try to add a little touch of humor to it. Thank you, but <laughs> but you know, but just give me like a a Sandy like if you were if you were the PI. If work, I was the private working, dick. If you were the private dick yeah. working this this case. Okay. What do you think would have happened? All right. Okay. So go ahead, give me the case. All right. So this is the it's an unsolved mystery. Okay, and it's behind the death of Alyssa Lamb. Okay. Alyssa Lamb. L A M. All right. Okay. She was found dead in a water tank. At the notorious oh, here. Cecil Hotel in L.A. in L.A. in 2013, you've yeah, heard you've heard of I've this. I've heard of this. So, uh, and to this day, nobody knows how she died or how her body got there. So, um, she was a uh, 21-year-old Canadian college student. She was last seen at the hotel on January 31st. But there's this chilling. Uh, and she was in the water tank, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah that's what I just said. Yeah, but I'll get oh, back to it. Yeah, all right. there. Uh, there's this. She would have had to like. Yeah, yeah, climb yeah, in. yeah. I'm gonna get to that in All a moment. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ruining my whole. My All whole, right, sorry. Yeah, uh, but there was this infamous hotel surveillance video that captured her. It was her last moments, supposedly, of her uh, before her disappearance in the elevator uh, of the hotel. And she gets in, and she like she like kind of like looks out to see if anyone's like following her, and then she pushes all the fucking buttons, right? And then she like looks back out. 
and then she like gets into like the corner of the of the elevator like so in case someone was like walking by they couldn't see her yeah. you know and then she like goes back out and then it looks like she's like gesturing to someone or doing something yeah and and it, i mean it goes on for like two or three minutes i'd let you watch it but we'd have just silence yeah right um, there's no, there's no audio on the video. No, there's oh. not, which is a shame. Um, but so that was like, so it this, sounds like she's trying to avoid somebody or right, uh, yeah, get away from totally. Somebody. So, uh, so she had come up from San Diego. She was heading to Santa Cruz. She was doing this whole kind of trip of the West coast. Um, it was going to be this getaway from her, from the university of British Columbia in Vancouver. Um, family didn't really want her going alone, but she said, well, I'll, I'll check in with you guys every day. And then they were obviously, uh, it was unusual when they didn't hear from her um, on the, on the 31st, I think the day after she was, or the day that she was scheduled to check into the hotel. Um, so there was this, this uh, surveillance video and, um, and everyone thought it was, you know, and she can be seen stepping into the elevator, pushing the buttons, steps in and out, poking her head out. Uh, everything I just said, I don't know why I'm repeating it. Um, and then finally she steps out of the elevator entirely and she, and she goes away. So we'll watch the video when we get done. Um, so she steps out of the elevator and goes where? And she just walks off. So, so wait, is there only one camera? There's only one camera in the elevator. It's a four-minute video. It's in the elevator. It's the, in the in, elevator. Oh, it's not in the... It's, it's not in the lobby. Oh. It's in the elevator. So you see her in the elevator. And it's fucking weird, right? So, so what, who is she gesturing to right. outside? So two weeks after the video was published, one of the maintenance workers finds her body floating in one of the hotel water tanks, right? Yeah. And these hotel water tanks are like on the fucking roof of the hotel, right? Very, very difficult yep. to get to. Uh, and how how absolutely disgusting, right? The reason they went to go check was because hotel patrons were complaining of low uh, low water pressure and a weird taste coming mm, from the tap water, gross. right? So fucking disgusting, right? <clears throat> so uh, a shout out for what hotel was that? The Cecil Cecil <laughs> the Hotel. Cecil, good old Cecil. So she um so they end up having to uh, drain the water, the water tank and cut open the side. To remove her five foot four frame. Like they couldn't even pull her out of the top of the water tank, right? Well, wait, why couldn't they pull her out of the top? I don't know. I, I'm not in contact well, with the no Los offense, Angeles Fire but Department. she was probably like super swollen. Probably pretty swollen. Yeah. But, but sh- how did she get in? I guess that's the question. Right. So, uh, what it goes on to say was that, uh, so she was also suffering from, she, cause she had some drugs in her system. Uh, the toxicology report had confirmed. And uh, she had had some medication related to a bipolar disorder, but there were no indications of alcohol or any illegal substances in her body. Uh, so then there was all these uh, people were kind of trying to figure out what was going on. Um, was she depressed? So here was kind of the breakdown. Okay, it pointed out three key observations. One was that she took at least one antidepressant that day. She had taken a second antidepressant and mood stabilizer recently, but not on that day. And that she had taken uh, her antipsychotic medicine. Oh, had not taken. I'm sorry, had not taken her antipsychotic uh, medicine okay. recently. And it what the conclusion was was that um, she had been diagnosed with bipolar. That she may not have been taking her medications properly, and that you know it just kind of went off the deep end a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was this whole thing though that well, there she were, might have been hallucinating once she was in the elevator. Right. So that she was sharing a room because there was these kind of like hostile style shared room, and well, there was all these complaints that she was acting very odd. So she got moved to her own room. Right. Um, so then there was all this stuff that talked about how you could only get to the water tank if you went up onto the roof of the hotel, and to get to the roof uh, of the hotel, you had to take the elevator to the 15th floor, then you had to walk up a staircase. 
Then you had to turn off a rooftop alarm. You had to climb up on the platform. You had to climb up another ladder and then get to the main tank and then open up the main tank and jump in. Right. All right. So what are they saying? Okay. So here's the deal. Either she did it to herself or somebody else had to do it to her. So there was obviously like all sorts of like weird, you know, things on the Internet. One person said that maybe she was, you know, was in fact psychotic episode. Right. And that she uh, somehow got up there, somehow was able to open up this water tank and got in and then realized she couldn't she couldn't. Like, there's no ladder coming out of the water tank, yeah. you know. Or she could have been, I'm thinking that maybe, you know, and this could be real or not real, that maybe, like, this whole behavior thing in the elevator, she thought that there was somebody after her. Mm. And so maybe she went to that water tank to escape that person. Again, real or imagined hallucination. Right. So, you know, maybe that was the only place she could... She felt that she could hide where this where this entity would not get her. I don't know. That's weird. That's very weird. But well, I will say this, and just to make it even more uh, conspiracy-ish, yeah. right? Since opening of its doors in 1927, the Cecil Hotel has been plagued by 16 different non-natural deaths and unexplained paranormal events. The most famous death, other than Lambs, was the 1947. A murder of actress Elizabeth Short, also known as the Black Dahlia, who was reportedly seen drinking at the hotel bar days before her grisly demise. It's also famous, the hotel is also famous, because Richard Ramirez, uh, the Night Stalker, in 85, was living on the top floor of the hotel during his whole killing spree. Oh, by the way, they found another serial killer recently. In the Cecil Hotel? No, but from DNA testing of other people. Again, that thing that that call for privacy that we all want to have when you do that um, 23andMe or what's the other one? Yin and Yang. Yin and Yang. Yin Now, what's the other one called? Do you remember? I don't know. Does it matter? DNA DNA for us? Oh, see, and see the phone just kills it. So, um, anyway, they found another serial killer because of it. So... Um, I think that again. People, people, Jeez. people always want to call into our to our show. I know it's not live, guys. It's you so weird. Call. You guys can't call. We'll okay, do, we'll... so what do you think happened to what's her name? Um, so I mean, look, the, there's a conspiracy side of me that wants to that wants to think that it's like you know that there was like a guy who met her somewhere and followed her, and you know, or there was like an inside job by somebody at the hotel because she had to get up there. You know, so somebody like turned the alarm off and was like, oh, why don't you go for a swim? Take your top off. Um, go but, for a swim in the water tank? Yeah, like, like there's like some kinky weird, like they're like, oh, maybe you should get naked up here. And she's like, oh, do you want me to get naked in the water tank? He's like, well, yeah, maybe you should get naked yeah, in the yeah, water tank. Uh, yeah, I think that sounds a little weird. Um, a little out of touch. But, but yeah. what did her family say about her? Like her mental status and her. I think that, I mean, I think that they just said that, I mean, she was, I mean, they were really bummed. And wh- I know, but but did they say she was like depressed when she. I don't think so. I mean, I think that this was supposed to be this great escape from a school and just this journey uh, up the West Coast, or I guess down the West Coast uh, or up the West. I don't know. I don't know what she was doing, how she was doing it. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that I think typically what ends up happening right in most of these like conspiracy ish type things is that it's what you think it is. Right. It's the, the girl who she has some mental problems, doesn't take her meds. And she goes off the deep end and, right, I mean, that's like... I'll tell you, I've seen people that need meds that don't take them and... 
Yeah, me, me too. Yeah. Yeah. And they do get, they do get weird and crazy and they hallucinate like big time. So, you know, she could have thought all sorts of stuff. I'm going to kind of, I would probably go with that. And that again, she might have thought that somebody was chasing her. Right. Or she had to get away. Her, but, and she had to get away. But that may have been real or it may have just been perceived, you know, with her current psyche, you know, her psyche. Psyche. Okay. Her. Well, since you're going with that, I'm going to go with, I'm not going to, I'm not going to agree with conspiracy you. I'm going to therapy. go with the conspiracy theory. She gets, she checks into the hotel. She's small was talk. Was she sexually assaulted? No. Well, I don't know if they know because she was like waterlogged. Is that, is that mean to say? Uh, That's kind of mean no. to say. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. She, um, she checks in the hotel. She is kind of flirty with the front desk guy, right? And he's like a, probably a good looking like, you know, guy in his 20s or something, you know, first job out of college. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Um, his, you know, he probably goes by Jack or Robert. What year was this? 2013. Jack or Robert? Yeah, Jack, you know, little Jackie working the front desk. You don't think it would be Bobby? Bobby Bobbly? Bob Bobbly. <laughs> and inside joke, everyone. Um, Bob Bobbly. So, you know, I think they strike up a conversation. And, you know, and he puts her in and he's, you know, he's And try- he says, meet me at the water tank? No, because he's not trying to like perv out, right? He's like trying to do his job, right? Yeah. But she's kind of flirty, you know? Yeah. And then he puts her in a room with like some people. And then she's kind of feeling him. She's kind of like, oh, he's kind of attractive. So she purposely so acts I'm not weird. Gonna, so I'm not going to take my meds and I'm going to no, go hang she, out Well, yeah, yeah. Because she was like, well, I don't know. Who needs these meds if I have true yeah, love, right? right? So she acts kind of weird. She gets kicked out of the, the group room. She goes into her own. She gets now her. He's like, well, let me hook you up, Alyssa. I'll, get I'll give you, you your own room. room. Yeah, private. She right? goes up there. He now knows the room, right? So when he gets off that evening, he goes up with like a fruit basket or like a bottle of champagne, right? And he's like, hey, maybe I just. I'm thought, glad you haven't given this much thought, but go ahead. Yeah, I haven't really thought about yeah. it. But hey, you know, I just thought maybe you would want to have a little glass of bubbly, right, with Bobby, Bob, Bob, Bob bubbly, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, and then she she's oh like God. she's like well I don't drink and he's like well come on you know and she goes oh, come on just a little come on one. and she goes well I haven't taken my meds it could go oh, straight here, to my wash head him down with well, the, you know? with and the then champagne. so then he she agrees to it <laughs> with the bobbly right and then she gets because she doesn't drink a lot she gets a little tipsy yes. and then he suggests I know somewhere we can go to be alone and he's had this like weird rooftop fantasy right. So yeah, they, a lot of things that have to fall into place for this to I know, work, this but is go the ahead. Conspiracy. Yeah. So they go up, right? And they get up on the roof. He turns off the alarm, obviously, so the alarm doesn't go up. She's yeah, kind of no, that's a weird thing. Yeah, she's kind of timid. He's like, No, don't worry, babe, it's good. I've I've been up here tons of times, right? And she's like, God, I wish that you guys had a pool at the hotel. <laughs> right. Well, we do have this and tank goes, up here. And he goes, I know. He goes, The Cecil just didn't wanna it's an older hotel. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, we didn't want to put out the and money for goes, a real and pool. And then she goes, What I would do to have a pool? And then he thinks Oh, if I give this girl a pool, you I, know, might get laid. I might get laid. <laughs> so then he goes, well, I do have these water tanks. <laughs> this is, kind of reminds me of your Jewish holiday story. <laughs> I have some good Jewish holiday stories. Oh, yes. So then they open up. So he, he pops open the tank. I've never opened a water tank, so I don't know what goes so in. I'm assuming exactly he has some sort of pole or something, right, that he pops the top. I don't know. Um, and then and then she goes, well, and he goes, well, climb up this ladder with me. And then, and then she goes, well, I want to go in first, right? She pops in. He realizes she can't swim, right? Big mistake. You don't get in the water tank, but she doesn't think it was going to be that deep, right? And then <laughs> it's a fucking water tank. Bitch. She doesn't know. And then he uh, he panics, 
right? He's not going to jump in either. He says, grab the, he says, grab the ladder. Oh wait, there is, there's one. no ladder on the inside, right? <laughs> yeah. So now he's panicked and he, and he thinks, oh my God, I'm going to get fired. This well, is for wait, a job. So sounds, he runs off. Okay. All right. It sounds to me like the guy has done this before, but then when it really comes, he's never when done. push comes to shove, he's never really gotten the girl in, in the, the tank. tank. Right. Oh, okay. Right. And I'm going to say with that case closed. <laughs> yeah. Case closed, bitches. I know. Yeah, we should go into business, Josh. <laughs> Fasten and Fasten PI solve another case. That's right. There you go. Do you think, I think we could have, maybe we should start up another podcast. We could have it come out on Thursdays and we could review cases and then you give. We could give our, our own. Our own opinion, opinion. on what, what has happened. That's right. That would be a good idea. As a matter of fact, maybe we should just switch this podcast over to that. No, no, no. Because we have to continue the My Mom Sandy. We have listeners. But that would be fun, you know, to put a kind of comic spin on. That's of what course, I, I just said that. Yeah. Except, I literally except just that said you, that. Except that you, you really have to be careful that you're not, you know. I feel like a dick. Being gross. Yeah, I feel like what, a. Com- what, what was it? Gross? Ghastly, gruesome, Gr- and gross. Gross, gas. No, gross, gruesome, and no. I think gross was the last word. Yeah, it's it really hot in here. It's because we turned the fan off. Oh. Um, it's gross. No, wait. What is it? No, I can't think. I, of it. it doesn't I matter. Know. It doesn't matter. Um, it's gross. But yeah, we could do. I mean, that. Uh, you know, I feel like a dick. I feel like if her family's listening, I'm really sorry. Well, that's just it. Yeah, because yeah. there is that that line you don't want to cross. Well, maybe we should. Maybe we shouldn't cross like, the line ne- once a week on Thursdays. Maybe, maybe we should. Maybe we should put a little disclaimer that you know some names and events and times. But change, oh, if we change our names to protect okay. the innocent. Okay. All right. And then, and then you know, and any similarity that you see from this to a real possible crime. But it's not. I mean, I'm not like we're not slandering people. I'm just giving my opinion on what could no, have but, happened. I know, but we could. You know, but it could be offensive. I mean, if it was your loved one who died in that water tank and you just listened to what we just said. I would be fucking bummed. Exactly. I know that's what I'm sorry. Exactly. That was, yeah. Now I feel like a dick. <laughs> well, you are a dick. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, on that, uh, that's that's episode eight. Mom, you want to you wanna sign us off? Uh, all right. Wait, no, give, give us like a... I like what well, you wait, say. How, like, how do we? And we have to say where, where, where we can be reached. Oh. First of all. Uh, yeah. Tell fi- them. Give us a five-star rating. All of yous. Every single one of you. Yeah, and start. I wanna, I wanna turn on my thing tomorrow. What thing? <laughs> my iPod. I mean, my phone, and I wanna go to my iPod, and I wanna see that there's like, you know, like a thousand five star ratings. Because you can rate every episode, right? No, I think it's just the the podcast. But can't you do it every time? I think it's just a one time thing. I mean, you can keep clicking it, but I don't think I think it only. Oh, you don't think it registers? No, I think it's only registers. How do we find that out? Anybody there work for a podcast? I'm pretty sure because we only have like 15 five star ratings. Yeah. But I'm I'm assuming. And you've done 15. And I've yourself. done no, no. I've like I've tried to do it multiple times, obviously. But, but it still does it, right? It does it, but it doesn't like go through on the counter. But oh. what I'm saying is that if everyone that listens, just take a second. Yeah. You don't even have, you don't have to write anything. Just give us a five star. Yeah. And if you guys are enjoying it, so you can it, find us on Apple iTunes. Podcast, Spotify, Google Spotify, Play, Google Play, Google Play, Play. Google, Google Play, um, as they say in French. We're also on some of like we're on some of the uh, the podcast like app stuff because if you upload to like Apple or something like uh, like one of my clients was like oh I listened to him on I don't even remember what it was called but it was like a a single like a podcast app thing and, really? and we were up there yeah so wow so I think I mean we're pretty much on whatever podcast oh, oh and we're and, on, we're on YouTube oh YouTube yeah. yeah I think episode seven's up I don't know how to get the rest up but. Oh, that's Honestly, right. if you're listening to podcasts on YouTube, there's probably a problem. Probably a problem with you. Why? Because YouTube is for videos. 
Not all of it. Even the music. Yeah. You may see, you may have the, you may just have the song playing in just a picture, a still frame picture of the CD cover or whatever. Anyway. um, Yeah. So we're on all those. All right. Instagram. And and Instagram at My Mom Sandy Podcast. Podcast. And if you guys want to talk to us, you can just send us a DM. I'm going to get Sandy. I'm going to get my mom Sandy all set up with the Instagram. So if you guys want to. Want to talk to her? Oh, is that where you posted that stupid video? Mm, Yeah. Do not watch it. Watch the video. I order you. Do not watch it. So if you guys want to talk to her. Speaking as a mother, I'm telling you all, do not watch it. So if you guys want to talk to her, she'll be up there pretty soon. And then if you guys want to email us, my mom's... you can see how pissed off I got. MyMomSandyPodcast at gmail.com. That's right. I think that's everything, right? I think that's everything. We'll have a new episode next Tuesday. Very good. And we'll let you guys know about the true crime podcast that we're going to start. All right. Give us a good sign off. All right, very good. No, like give like a good like like All right, all right, all right, all right. Very good. Is <laughs> that work? All right. Hey, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. We love you all. All right. Very good. <laughs>